Welcome to A Brief Chat, the show about living authentic lives on our own terms. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Friday. It's the 15th day of November 2019. Please head over to A Brief Chat and become a member if you're not yet. That's a great way to help keep this show going and to support independent projects like this. I listen to quite a few Buddhist podcasts. One that I particularly enjoy is the series from the Rochester Zen Center in Rochester, New York. You can find those pretty easily just by Googling Rochester Zen Center and podcast. I listened to one, and in fact, I haven't even finished it yet, but I was listening to one earlier today, a Dharma talk by John Pullen called Get Over Yourself. It's fascinating because I find that as a Buddhist, I have spent many years steeped in the idea that it is our desire for things to be other than they are that leads to our suffering. The more we hold on to these cravings for things to be other than they are, the less we are able to just be ourselves kind of embodied in this moment and and content in this moment. Now, sometimes that can be taken too far. That can be taken, I think, as a an excuse to not be involved in the world, for example. Like if you see fascism breaking out in your country, I don't think most Buddhists would say that the proper path to take is to just be content to let it happen because that's how things are. It's less a, a social construct and more a personal look at oneself. That's where this this idea applies. But even taken down to the level of the personal, or perhaps most particularly at the level of the personal, I find it quite challenging because, first of all, I have a lot of self-loathing that comes from childhood. I have a lot of self-image issues that originated in childhood. And that's difficult to overcome. At the same time, because of my anarchist leanings and the things that I think about the world, I can very easily picture better ways to be, more skillful ways to be, too. Ways to live in the world that are less harmful both to myself and to others, and not only less harmful, but actually more proactively trying to build the new world I'd like to live in. So I find myself always in tension, or at least you know, in recent years, with a lot of tension between this idea of not constantly looking to the horizon and, and grasping at the future and thinking, you know, life would be fine if it was just this way. Because I know that that causes a lot of suffering for me <laughs> and for the people around me. And yet at the same time, there are moments when life would actually be better if it was that other way. And moving toward that other way is, in fact, a good path to be on. In Buddhist practice, there's a lot of talk about goalless practice, practice without a goal. In other words, that we don't sit on the cushion every day so that we'll become enlightened or so that we'll become anything. We just do it. It's just 
sitting there confronting yourself, and that's its point. I think there are probably very few people who at least begin their practice that way. Maybe there are some who get to that point. But as one of my teachers, Josh Corder, once said, very few people show up here because everything's going great in their lives. <laughs> That's not usually what brings you to Buddhism. At the best, it's some sort of quest or spiritual searching that might bring you to Buddhism. And I think, at least in my personal experience of meeting other Buddhists, it is more commonly a sense of dissatisfaction with what life is and the way your life is unfolding, the way you feel situated in the world around you or in the universe or in life writ large, that causes you to just go and sit on a pillow for long periods of time and stare into your own mind. That's not a normal thing to do. So if the majority of people, at least, and again, I think it's important to point out I'm talking about Western Buddhists, and it's my particular experience almost exclusively American Buddhists. I have met Buddhists from other countries who practice here in the West and other, you know, quote-unquote Westerners, like people from Australia, New Zealand, places like that, which is only West if you're very creative with a map. Anyway, I'm mostly talking about uh, Americans who came to Buddhism as converts, people like me. If the way that you end up on the cushion is dissatisfaction, craving, and desire in the first place, it can be very hard not to paint the practice itself as a path out of something negative and into something positive, which is the, the very definition of a goal in your practice. For example, I see changes in myself that have happened as a result of a long time spent just sitting there on a pillow. And I would be dishonest to say that I didn't want those things to happen when I first started sitting on the pillow. I definitely did. So here's how I'm... I don't think I'm solving this issue for myself, I don't think I'm getting through the Gordian knot of this balance of desire and self-actualization. But I think I'm trying to strike some sort of balance point. I've talked in recent episodes about some of the changes I've made, you know, for example, changing my sleep patterns, taking a walk each morning, meditating each morning as opposed to at night. Other things that I've been doing to become, and I'm going to use the word healthier, even though that can be a pretty charged word, but, you know, to become kind of healthier overall. And when I first started talking about those things on this podcast, one of the things I mentioned was that I had noticed that in waiting for this move to Massachusetts to happen, I was essentially just hitting the pause button on my entire life. I was letting my life just fall into stasis. And saying, you know what, once these conditions happen, in other words, the move out of State College, once those conditions happen, then I'll start to work on all this stuff because everything around me will be better. And I think I was able at least to, to bust myself out of that to some degree by this decision to make real changes now. 
Now, obviously, those changes are goal-oriented. They are born out of a desire to be a better person, to wish things were other than they are right now with myself. But I think that's in a fairly healthy way. Uh, it's There's nothing wrong with wishing your heart was in better shape than it is or your blood pressure was in better shape than it is. If you get attached to that to the point where you're obsessing about it and it's causing you stress, I think that's a self-defeating process. But as I once heard the Zen teacher John Lurie say, being a Buddhist doesn't mean that if you fall into a river, you don't swim. And so I'm just trying to swim. Right now, I feel like I'm I'm swimming, but not too vigorously. And I am kind of waiting to wash up on the shore across the way. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about that. That is definitely true. But I'm at least I'm at least in there and I'm kicking. And I think that's probably a pretty good balanced place to be. That's today's show. If you like what you hear, please become a member. Please tell friends about a brief chat. It would be really great to have you help me spread the word. I love you. A better world is possible. Beep.